0: Hello and welcome to Spoken Like a Native podcast. My name is Diane. I'm an English teacher from Scotland and a devoted language learner. And this podcast is for those learning English to improve their listening and vocabulary with episodes on engaging topics like culture, current events, history, and how languages work. If you want to improve your speaking and listening, head over to speakmeters.com where you can take part in small group conversations hosted by native speakers. This is an amazing way to boost your fluency, expand your vocabulary, and increase your confidence by practicing with qualified, certified, and selected native speakers who really enjoy helping people. There are sessions at a range of levels for English, French, Spanish, and German, so book your first session today, speakmeters.com. And don't forget, you can take part in this podcast by telling me your ideas for topics, Information about how to get in touch with us is in the description. Enough beating around the bush, let's get this episode underway. Hi, welcome to episode 12 of Spoken Like a Native. This episode is about animals, it's about pets. And I'm having a chat with my cousin, Erin, who lives in Northern Ireland, she's from Northern Ireland, um, so it's just a kind of general chat, a bit of a catch up we had and we chatted about the different pets and animals we had and Erin works in a veterinary surgery, so that was why I thought it was a good topic. We mentioned all of our different pets when we were talking, but I thought I would just make things a bit clear from the beginning in case you were searching to try and find out which animals we're talking about so Erin has amongst her three cats one of her cats is a hairless cat um, and they are called sphinx cats she also has a boxer dog so that's a breed of dog called a boxer it's quite a large dog I'm sure you can see some pictures of them online and the other dog is a Staffordshire Bull Terrier or they're called Staffies for short. I myself have a dog which is a mix of Dalmatian and a kind of mongrel, which is another mixed dog. Uh, He's a big white dog with a few spots. And I have one cat at home and then three kittens on our land. Three of the cats are ginger or ginger and white, and one of them is a calico, and calico is like white with black and ginger patches, so it's all different patches mixed together. Yeah, so this episode is great for animal lovers, but if you have any suggestions for other topics, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Hi Erin. Hello. How are you doing today?
1: I am good, thank you very much. How are you doing?
0: Um, yeah, I'm pretty good. How is the weather and are you in are you in Belfast?
1: I am in yeah we're close enough to Belfast just Moira yeah. but yeah the weather was good a little bit of rain but there's nice nice and sunny now
0: I just went out for a walk with the dog and got a bit uh, sweaty <laughs> though it's like it's 8 8:15 here Not you right. got an hour later
1: and it starts then to get cooled down now, like it's fine to take the dog out for a walk and things. He doesn't get too hot then at all.
0: No, um, he was, so we had him uh, last year, we lived in, when we first came to Spain, we were living in the central region. I don't know, have you ever been to Spain? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, I have done, yes. Um, Well, yeah, you'll know that it gets pretty hot. (laughs) We were in Castilla La Mancha, which is in the centre, and there it can get really dry. That was where the puppy came from. No. Um, But he's short hair, so he's like a mix of a Dalmatian, another type of dog. (laughs) Um, So he's not, I mean, he does get hot, but it's not as bad as, like, I don't know, a husky or something.
1: Yes, short hair Um, keeps him nice and cool
0: yeah but so we would be walking around in the summer and uh, he would just jump into the fountains and <laughs> going into the shade and poor little thing oh. yeah. <laughs> when he comes home now he um he just flops on the floor on his side yeah he'd be tired and then the hot weather as well
1: sort of knock yeah. on a little bit too
0: and how are your dogs doing?
1: Yeah, they are all good. Um, we had them out this morning just going over the fields. Um, so they had a good run and they're now down the stairs. They've just had their dinner and they are both lying sleeping on the couch.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what kind of dogs are they? So one is a boxer and one is a staffie.
0: Mm, okay. so
1: they're both as well short-haired and um, they're both a bit mad, so... It's nice to have them lying down on the couch for only 10
0: minutes. Yeah, you need to give them lots of exercise, and they behave a bit better. They do, just about. They're still a bit crazy. But yes, once they get
1: a good run over the field, they um, behave a lot better, is right.
0: Yeah, that's, if, you could let, if, you, if it's easy to get to somewhere where you can let them off, it's, it's much better. They can just drive themselves a bit mad if they don't get to you know run about too much
1: absolutely absolutely and then yeah i suppose if you walk them on the lead and stuff it, it is good but my two are that crazy they kind of need to be off it you know just so they can get a good run yeah mm-hmm. do you have any other pets um so i have two cats and then and well three cats the third one is an egyptian sphinx so he has no hair so he's mm-hmm. a little bit different um the other two are just the usual fluffy cats. Then he lies between them because obviously he doesn't have any fur, so he absolutely loves whenever <laughs> them two come home, and he just squeezes in beside them and kind of just, I suppose, steals their fur for warmth.
0: Bless him. Mm-hmm. Do so do they need like a little jumper in the in the winter or something like that?
1: Yeah, so we he, he has like a little wardrobe. He has all different little tops to <laughs> we wear in winter. <laughs> um wee fluffy jumpers and like little t-shirts and things which I don't even think he really likes wearing that much but he does get cold so he just has to yeah. run about with it on one of them's kind of like a little turtleneck and stuff so he <laughs> runs about like I don't Aww, know bless them, but um I think he looks cute in them anyway
0: <laughs> yeah I was I saw a few um YouTube, uh, you know, on on what is it called Shorts, where they suggest like very short videos on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And there's loads loads about animals. And mm-hmm. if you look on, if you look at one cat thing, it will show you like millions and millions <laughs> of them. And there's a woman with um, two. I think it's two of those um, hairless cats, mm-hmm. s- sphinxes, uh, American. And she was saying they're they're a bit like dogs in how. Um, their behavior is a bit more like friend, like not so antisocial. Yeah, so than other cats.
1: They they definitely are the they kind of are like a little mini dogs. Be honest, because they're they're way more sociable um mm-hmm. towards humans. I suppose just uh, sort of just your normal cat, if we we'll call it that. Um, kind of just comes to see you when they want food or you know out or that's about it. But no um his name's Rupert R- R- so he he is kind of like a, a third dog Um, he just loves he just loves you know human interaction um and he will he'll sit for his retreats and things like that it's a bit it's a bit bad, <laughs> but it's very
0: cool I think so ha- how do people react to the I don't know if you you have people around and they say oh what, what's <laughs> yeah. that Exactly how they react.
1: It's usually the stand and stare, and then they're like, "Um, what is that?"
0: Just like, just, just a week good <laughs> And what he doesn't.
1: It? He is uh, very bad, you know, because someone will come in, and a lot of people when they first see him don't like look of him. Um, mm. they have quite a little angry, wrinkly face. Um, yeah. But he doesn't hold back. Like he will jump up on their shoulders and like rub round them and some people are like can you get him away and then, then some people fall for him because he is, he is cute once you give him five minutes
0: yeah I think you get you have to kind of get used to it and then you think oh it's kind of like a little wrinkly kind of person little
1: wrinkly yeah. cute alien thing bless him Yeah,
0: that's what, I mean I, I've got um, a cat sitting on my lap at the moment oh. um, ginger Wendy, <laughs> her real name's Wednesday, but it's easier to say Wendy. Yeah, and, um, oh. yeah, she's gingerish, but she's she's quite temperamental. Like she's only really um, friendly with me. She's not that friendly with my husband. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's it's on it's all completely on her terms. Yeah, and she's like, she comes she's like okay, touch me, pay me attention, give me food. Yeah. and the rest of the time, if you if you approach her, sometimes she just. Scratch you.
1: Yeah, don't say it, but like go away. It is kind of hard. It's all in their terms, absolutely.
0: Yeah, but she, that's what she would look like if she was hairless. She'd be a scary little thing because <laughs> of the fur. She's so cute. We've got um three other kittens actually, oh. but not in the house. Um, they're living up on our uh, piece of land. No. With uh, all the chickens, oh. we've got chickens and a turkey,
1: wow. and, and
0: then we've got three little kittens.
1: <laughs> and would the kittens go over and sort of go in near the chickens or anything like that, or do they not be?
0: Being... I'm not sure. Um, well, at the moment they're kind of they've got a really big cage thing to just so that they get they've they've not been there. There's one that's really new, and the other two have been there. I don't know, maybe three four weeks. I'm not sure now. Mm-hmm. Um, so just so that they think that that's their their land their territory they don't yeah they don't run away um so the most of the time and because they're really tiny as well if they kind of run around you're not sure where they would end up so we're kind of keeping them mostly like taking them out to walk around a bit and then putting them back in
1: there yeah just so they learn in
0: the cage but um they don't seem to be scared of the chickens and chickens seem to kind of leave them alone (laughs) Um, <laughs> the funniest one is the turkey. I don't know why I always find him really cute. Yep. <laughs> so poor little thing. He should really have a girlfriend, <laughs> uh, partner. But he, he, we can't find one. Oh, we can't find just, a partner. He's lonesome at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> poor thing. We didn't really want to have turkeys. My husband wanted chickens, and then his friend was like, "Here, you know, I've got a spare turkey." <laughs> um, so he ended up bringing him poor thing but he's really cute i find him quite cute no and um,
1: would he again would he roam about with the chickens or do you have
0: him yeah yeah. Bread or well he, he sleeps separately from them um but yeah during the day when they're if they're inside the barn together like uh, they're so the chickens will come out of their smaller place and then if they're if there's no one else if there's no people there we'll just leave them like inside the barn all kind of uh, wandering around together but then we'll we'll let them out and then yeah they just walk around and i think i don't know if he thinks he's a chicken, chicken. yeah <laughs> or if he thinks he's a person i don't know oh, oh. And <laughs> i think our dog thinks that he's a person <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the dogs and everything like they they don't bother with the chickens either or does everybody kind of get on well, well
0: yeah, they, they get on well. Um, Dog, Alfie, he um, he chases them. Okay. So, like, he likes them, but he just wants someone to play with. Yeah. And, and so sometimes it's fine. Other times he, like, freaks them out. Yeah. Um, so it can be a bit annoying. Like, he's supposed to be there sort of helping out in a way, guarding, and he just he sort of makes a bit more of a fuss. <laughs> Than is necessary yeah. but he's he's quite good with the cats like if you're sort of trying to do something and you've got the cats out little kittens on their own like he, he'd be quite good at sort of herding them oh so make, make sure they don't run away too far that's so. cute but yeah he's very affectionate he's he's not trying to attack them or yeah he's just wanting a wee
1: a wee game
0: <laughs> yeah he tries to play with wendy cat and sometimes she wants to play and sometimes she just scratches them yeah. back, you know <laughs> scratches you know, the face when she doesn't want to yeah <laughs> she'll put her claws right into his lip you know oh with <laughs> nasty yeah. cats can be really nasty sometimes they actually
1: can they're they are really nasty <laughs> you know just again it is literally just when they want you or they want to play they'll do it and then any other time you'll either get scratched in the
0: face or <laughs> they just yeah <laughs> yeah i've got so many scratches <laughs> So um, tell me a bit about your job. Yeah, so
1: um work in a veterinary clinic um, in a place called Lisburn um, and work there every day, obviously to do the n- kind of nursing side of it. So mm-hmm. a morning would just be going on in, doing all operations um, and obviously then we do the the sort of care a vet after the operations are all done so the vets will go away and consult and then we just sort of go around them in the afternoon and give medication you know any syringe beading, anything like that and just try and get them back on their feet Um so yeah it is it's a, it's a busy wee practice but I love it it's it's really good really rewarding. And people. how long have you been there? So I have worked there for 10 years
0: Oh, okay, that's quite a while.
1: <laughs> Long time.
0: So how do you get into that kind of, did you start off sort of doing like a, I don't know, how would you call it, like a traineeship or an internship or something? Or?
1: Yeah, so um left school um, at 16 and knew I wanted to work with animals and um, wasn't really sure what route I wanted to go down, um, but there was a sort of nursing role kind of open and um and I just went for the interview um and obviously I got the job and then I went and studied in a college called Greenmount um which was just a kind of one day a week um and then the rest of the time you're you're in the vet so that was a good that was a nice way to learn the course you're not just um Doing it all in college, you know, it's nice to be able to be in the vets as well, learning. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of how I got in, and have just
0: um, never left since. Yeah, and do you remember? Like, was it when you first started? Was it exactly how you uh, imagined? Because I know I always had. I was thinking about, oh, yeah, working with animals. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, know, you have a, quite a very, um, I would say, rosy picture yeah. of of it when you. You know, when you're just thinking about it as a fantasy or a, a dream. Yeah, was,
1: you do. What was it that
0: surprised you? Or <laughs> it, what was it that you, was difficult?
1: I suppose, yeah, whenever, you know, I, I got the job and I thought, oh, this yes, is great. It's going to be so exciting. And, you know, as you said, you, you do make it into like, oh, it's all lovely and cute mm-hmm. and everything's great. But um mm-hmm. I suppose... I'm kind of used to it now, but yes, when I very first started, I say I kind of got my eyes opened when the likes of like emergencies were coming through, or unfortunately when it comes time to you know put put your dog your your cat to sleep, um it can be obviously very upsetting. So yeah, I suppose you don't you don't really think of that bit as you're um applying to want to do that. Um, yeah. yeah I suppose for, for a few years it was eye-opening um but
0: then I yeah. guess the, the longer you, you do it you kind of learn to how to deal with it so yeah I guess it's probably something that people don't really talk about so much because uh, <laughs> there's almost like um you know if some if a, if a relative of yours dies or is very ill <laughs> um of course you're going to be upset and that's acceptable Mm -hmm. but I think there's a bit of like a stigma if you're too upset about your cat or your dog being ill or or dying and um I don't know if it's I don't know the people have probably seen some people really um not taking it too well yeah
1: yeah it can it can be very sad it's you know some people I think if you if you're an animal lover um you know, you, people will be sympathetic towards it. But I suppose, yeah, there is a stigma for people that maybe don't like animals or maybe don't have animals. Um, mm-hmm. So they don't really understand that the love you actually really can have for them. Um, I suppose a bit of stigma would kind of come from that. Um, but yeah, it can be upsetting for the likes of it. It'd be like a, an older person and, you know, maybe mm. the 16-year-old dog is, is kind of their main yeah. family or their, their main person. And it, it can be very upsetting then. Yeah. But there's lots of great bits to it town, right? lots of lovely puppies and kittens and <laughs> lots of nice bits to the job too.
0: Yeah. So is it mainly uh like your average pets like cats and dogs, or do you have anything more like farm animals or more anything more exotic?
1: Yeah, so so where I work mainly um we are small animal practice, so we wouldn't see any farm side of it. Um mm-hmm. see a little bit of exotics, sometimes see you know a or tortoise or, um, snake. Um, mm-hmm. not not very often, but yeah, certainly we we do sometimes see them. But yeah, ma- mainly cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. And bunnies and things like that. Anything small. Oh yeah,
0: you, you get some. do people take their their hamsters to the vet?
1: And they do, yeah, because sometimes, mm. um, their wee teeth thing and things can grow a little bit t- too long, um, mm. and we can clip them back and a few months ago there was a wee hamster and unfortunately the cat had got it so mm. his the, the cat had managed to like kind of cut cut his back so mm. we had to actually put him under an anesthetic and one of the vets stitched his back and he actually did really really well because we weren't really sure you know because they're so small um, yeah. and the anesthetic is so risky for them um, but he did so well and yeah he was actually in I think a couple of months ago as well and he had done really well and all his fur had grown back and he was just running about so that was a cool that, was That's a cool cute. Mm-hmm.
0: that must be so strange trying to do surgery on something so small <laughs>
1: yeah the vet bless her she was uh, just having to be so gentle because obviously the needles and things like it was just it would be tiny Hamster, yeah. but yeah, she no, she did really well, and, and the we the wee hamster did brilliant too. So yeah, I like I like them kind of things where it's something a bit different.
0: Yeah, and it, are there any animals that you don't like?
1: Any animals that I don't like? No, not mm-hmm. not really. Um, maybe the odd spider or something, but I don't, I don't really like. <laughs> People anything.
0: don't. Has anyone brought in their spider?
1: <laughs> there was one one time and. He, I don't even I can't even remember. It was so long ago. I think he was just like not himself. It was like a big tranchler. and I don't kind of mm. had a wee look, but I wasn't too dying to see him anyway.
0: <laughs> How do you tell there's something wrong with it? I
1: yeah leave that up to the vet. That's for them to figure out. <laughs> yeah, so I think, think oh, I think the client had just said you know, he, he wasn't eaten and. He just wasn't being himself. However, she could tell that. I don't know what a Spider's personality <laughs> is like. <but> just...
0: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't coming. He wasn't doing a little dance when she came home or something. <laughs> I know. Yeah. he
1: just wasn't himself, according to that little lady. Yeah,
0: huh? yeah. I had a, I had a friend at um when I was at school who had I think it, just think it was just one. She she had loads of cats and rabbits, but she also had a tarantula. Wow. Mm-hmm and I, she was a really, really good friend of mine, but I always, it, it wasn't that, I was scared of it, particularly, but I just felt a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you go go and sleep over a house, and you just think, are, are you sure that that thing's secure?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to wake up in the morning and he's sitting beside you on your pillow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the thing was, it never really did anything, it just sort of sat, sat there. there. And I think, what's the point of these things? I mean, they kind of, they look, uh, you know striking they look interesting mm-hmm. but i don't know if they get much out of being a pet
1: no pro- probably not which is the sad thing i think nearly some of those things are better just left in the wild you know but
0: well yeah
1: it is it can be
0: yeah this thing have you ever had an exotic pet or a reptile or a snake or anything
1: no no i kind of i do i kind of nearly feel sorry for them because i think they're they're quite difficult to look after them completely correctly you know with their
0: yeah
1: lights you know uv lights and everything that you need so it can be quite difficult to look after them correctly so no i don't i don't think i would ever have one really
0: yeah i'm a bit sorry for them yeah i, I agree yeah i think it i had a snake for not for very long mm-hmm. um but yeah i didn't I didn't like the fact that um you had to go and buy these dead mice to feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to feed it and then um I just there's no relationship. No. Really. Definitely and not. I just think what's the you're doing you you get these the snake to sort of look cool in a way. Yeah. I think a lot of people do it. Or it's like, "Oh, I w- I want to be different. I don't want to get I want a pet, but I don't want to get the average typical pet, so I'll get a snake Mm -hmm. and that's fine in theory but they don't really connect with you no
1: yeah they don't they don't really do very much so i suppose they might come up and see you as i say when you're feeding at a mouse or something but yeah you can't can't really take it out for a walk or do anything with your snake you know we kind of kind of just for looking at
0: yeah, and they don't really sort of go, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you doing? There's no, there's no empathy, there's no, no connection. So I think that's just a kind of a bit strange. But I, I really like um, things like iguanas. I think mm-hmm. they look really cool, but I think it would probably be the same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm going to leave it for this week. Next week, you'll have part two of the conversation, just so you don't have a massive long episode to listen to and you can chop it into two smaller chunks. If you have any feedback, any ideas for future topics, requests, um, requests for clarifications, anything else you think would be useful, uh, my email address will be in the description for the podcast. And don't forget that if you would like to be on the podcast, please get in touch and we can do an interview if you have something interesting you would like to share. And if you'd like to practice your language skills, don't forget there is Meters, where you can practice in a small group or on a one-to-one basis. You can also host your own sessions as well in your native language. See you next week for part two. Bye. Thanks for listening. What do you think about today's topic? Remember, you can get in touch by leaving a comment or by joining the Meters community. Follow Speakmeters on Instagram and subscribe to Spoken Like a Native on your favorite podcast platform. You can also leave a comment and like the stream. Please, please, please leave a review. It really helps us to find new listeners who are looking for fun language learning content. And lastly, don't forget to head over to speakmeters.com to take part in live conversations hosted by friendly native speakers. That's all for today catch you next time. Bye! or by joining the speak meters community follow speak meters on instagram and subscribe to spoken like a native on your favorite podcast platform you can also leave a comment and like the stream please 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 leave a review it really helps us to find new listeners who are looking for fun language learning content And lastly, don't forget to head over to speakmeters.com to take part in live conversations hosted by friendly native speakers. That's all for today. Catch you next time. Bye.